What's up, everyone? It's another panic attack with Big John. Just sitting here on a Friday night. Or maybe it's early Saturday morning. Yeah, I guess it's early Saturday morning. Whatever. Uh, do all that like, comment, subscribe, share stuff. And I'm a little miffed. I walked out of the cheap cigar store, and the guy, he gave me a a, a 6 by 54 instead of a 6 by 60 But that's my fault. He was kind of new, and I, I just assumed he grabbed the right thing. But other than that, thanks everybody for watching, listening, and everything, and all. Um, I don't have my hat to keep the glare off my face but doesn't matter you don't want to see my face right <clears throat> still unpacking this abortion bill and this abortion amendment that passed Ohio Tuesday night and tried doing a podcast with my buddy but he, he lost control and asked me to delete it. So I kind of put together some outlines of the conversations we've had in the last few days about this issue. Um, so I'll go over that. Also starting to see things light up on social media. Over... Evidently, Michigan University of Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh is on the outs. Uh, there's a cheating scandal, scandalous, uh, at the University of Michigan stealing other teams' signs. You know, they they, they call the plays in from the sidelines by using hand signs and hand signals and different things. There's a lot going on with that, actually. But uh, let's get on this abortion passes Ohio, uh, this constitutional amendment, which I don't care what anybody tells you. It's going to be hard to overturn. I think it's it, we're, it's, we're with it. We're stuck with it for life. Um, uh, that's just how it is. And some of the reasons for that will come clear in a while. Um, now, there have been two heartbeat bills in Ohio. One in 2018, Ohio Right to Life tried to ram a heartbeat bill through the Ohio legislature. And... Then Governor John Kasich vetoed the bill. When I say then governor, governor at that time. John Kasich vetoed this heartbeat bill. And John Kasich's opinion of conservatives, social conservatives, uh, right wing. Of course, you know, John Kasich is another one of those that came crawling to us social conservatives and 
right-wingers and tea-partiers and religious right when he needed to win elections. But then here's what he says about us behind closed doors, I've been told. He says things like, well, where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? They'll come back. When talking about conservative voters. Well, now they're not coming back. They're staying at home. So let's look here at this heartbeat bill stuff. The Ohio legislature, which was controlled by one of the most conservative uh, legislatures in history, with uh, Bill Batchelder at the helm uh, at times of the uh, State House of Representatives. They told the Ohio Right to Life, look, don't try to pass heartbeat bills. Don't try to pass a bill that's based on you can't have an abortion after a number of weeks. And they even ran Facebook ads saying that one of the most conservative, one of the most pro-life representatives and speakers ever, Bill Batchelder, was pro-choice. He wasn't. He was for zero abortions, but he knew what could pass the state house. He'd been there long enough. Other conservatives and Republicans knew what could pass. So the second time around, Ohio right to life threatens the legislatures, legislators with primaries. Any Republican who does not support the heartbeat bill will get a primary and that we will outspend you and chase you out of office whatever you say sometimes that's a good idea sometimes it's not so pro-life and conservatives tried to tell ohio right to life heartbeat bills and weeks bill weak laws as in the number of weeks that a woman's been pregnant, you can no longer get an abortion. So let's say, for example, to make this a little simpler, Florida, Ron DeSantis, good governor, tries to get strict on abortions, signs a bill into law that you cannot get an abortion after six weeks. Ohio has this law that once the baby has a heartbeat, you cannot get an abortion except for in cases where the mother's life is at risk and, and things like that. Which, by the way, the lie that was told to you that the 10-year-old or 11-year-old who was raped by an illegal alien could not get an abortion in Ohio was bullshit. She could have had that abortion in Ohio because her life was in danger. Nonetheless, getting back to our point, the Ohio conservatives, the Christian right, tried to tell Ohio right to life and its constituents, look, you cannot have an all or nothing game. You cannot have a zero sum game. You cannot have bills that are all or nothing. 
So the six week bill, the woman's been pregnant for six weeks. Like I started to say in Florida, she can no longer get an abortion. The woman's been pregnant long enough for the baby to establish a heartbeat in Ohio. She cannot get an abortion unless her life's at risk. Okay. What Ohio Right to Life was warned when they were threatening people with primaries is that if you do this, this would trigger the Democrats and the left to go out and pass an amendment like they did in Ohio or a referendum, a recall, a repeal of the law. Neither one of those things could have happened. We got the, the latter, the first Whatever. We got an amendment in Ohio. So now the Ohio Constitution is amended to say that all abortions are legal in Ohio right up to uh, almost birth. Okay. Now, my friend who worked in the legislature while this was going on the first couple times who is married to uh, a doctor, he tells me these behind-the-scenes things, okay? Ohio Right to Life was warned, if you go for an all-or-nothing bill, no abortion after so many weeks or after a heartbeat, you're going to trigger this avalanche. Also, he tells me that at the hospital where his wife works, even after the heartbeat bill, women come in, they get a prenatal test to determine the gender or sex of the baby. And yes, to me, gender and sex are the same thing. And also in that uh, ambionic fluid test, They can tell if the baby's going to be mentally handicapped or different things like that. Have a uh, a handicap. Okay. There are women that say, well, we've got seven girls and we've been trying for a boy and we don't want another baby unless it's a boy. And these women come in, they get their test they find out it's going to be a girl again or they find out that the baby's going to have a disability and the hospital never sees them for a follow-up well that's because they went out and got an abortion and that happened after the heartbeat bill that happens after the x amount of weeks you can't get an abortion bills okay but the thing is, the Democrats will come out and vote in high numbers. Record numbers of Democrats will turn out to vote uh, over pro-abortion issues. Republicans will not turn out in high numbers to vote for pro-life issues. Because bills that specify a number of weeks where you can no longer terminate a pregnancy or heartbeat as the standard where you can no longer terminate a pregnancy, 
those pro-life issues conservatives will not turn out for because they look at it as being anti-freedom. This is the new MAGA Trump voter, which I am. Now, I will turn out, and I did vote no on issue one. I'm for the zero-sum game when it comes to abortion. But, frankly, honestly, most people are not. And this is where we have to get our message right in order to save unborn lives. So, bad messaging. You can't use the words like weeks. Oh, you cannot get an abortion after so many weeks. After six weeks, five weeks, eight weeks, 69 weeks. I don't care. If you throw that word weeks in there, it turns voters off. Even some conservative ones. If you throw words like heartbeat in the bill or in the law, turns off some voters. Even though a heartbeat is very much alive, uh, life is not sustainable outside the woman's body, blah, blah, woof, woof, you're going to get those excuses. Even though the baby has a heartbeat. Okay, you see what I'm saying here? Messaging, messaging, messaging. Your Ohio right to life it, it has to be more appealing to voters. Your conservative party has to be more cons appealing to voters. Okay. And how can we overcome messaging that dates back to elementary school? How do we overcome this message that several generations of Americans have heard now? At least two or three or four generations have heard since elementary school from their parents, their friends' parents, their teachers, that abortion is a right. Abortion is a freedom. Abortion is a woman's choice. How do we overcome that message? We were starting to get there. Um, my friend Doc reminded me. Um, you know, he said that you know we were starting with medical technology to get people to understand you know viability outside the woman's body is at a much younger uh, stage much earlier stage, maybe that's a better way of putting it, than what we previously thought. Okay. I get it. But, here's the thing. When a kid or a person, an individual, started in elementary school hearing right to, right to choose, pro-choice, it's her body, her choice. Trust the science. The science says, that clump of cells is a parasite on the woman's body. And they hear that all the way through college. So you've got 22... Uh, well, you really don't start remembering things till you're, what, four, five, six years old. So you've got about 18 years from the time you start preschool through college. 18 to 20 years of her body, her choice. 
abortion is a right. I don't think you can really overcome it. So the Ohio right to life demanding the legislature pass these all or nothing bills. Zero abortions, which I would be for. But I'm just saying, most people are not. The Ohio right to life wielding power, throwing around money, saying that they'll stop you know, eating lunches that cost hundreds of dollars at the finest restaurants in Columbus and staying at the highest dollar hotels at, while they're out hobnobbing around the country, saying that they're going to take that money that they're spending on themselves and spend it on primaries to get rid of what I would call rhinos, to spend it on primaries to get rid of anyone who doesn't support their zero-sum game is ludicrous on their part. Demanding the legislature pass these bills and demanding that conservatives support them, the more you shove it in my face that I have to support something, the less likely I am to support it. Now this abortion thing I'm already on board with, so you don't have to shove it in my face. But, nonetheless, a normal person, which I am not, would be very upset when you try to force something down their throat. So, I think in conclusion, through all my conversations uh, with my buddy who's an insider, with my buddy Doc, um, with friends who've been in the legislature... While these heartbeat bills uh, have been going through Ohio, the first time when John Kasich vetoed it uh, and they didn't have the number of votes to overturn his veto, uh, the next time around when it passed the legislature and Mike DeWine signed it into law, you know, people that I know, even from what I've heard from them, my personal opinion is this is not the hill for Republicans to die on. Republicans have to get a more populist platform or state of mind on the campaign. We have to talk to things that appeal to our voters and all voters. And frankly, I'm sorry, abortion, uh, what, zero abortion outlawing abortion 100% of the time is not an issue that appeals to voters anymore. I'm just sorry to say that. When we do talk about it, we do have to go and use better messaging. Talk about a third, a third trimester abortion, third term abortion, late term abortions, where you know the baby is partially birthed and they stick a shop back in its ear and suck its brains out. That's a little ignorant of me to put it that way, but got your attention, didn't I? Woke you up, right? Because I'm talking pretty monotone right now. But the old Dick Cheney stick in the mud doesn't get Republicans out to vote anymore. Being I'm old and I'm conservative and I'm crotchety, now I'm a crotchety, crotchety old man, old Mr. Miser. What the fuck was it? Old Mr. Scrooge. 
Scrooge McDuckin. That don't work no more. That doesn't get the Republicans out to vote. What gets Republicans out to vote is talk about jobs, talk about freedoms, talk about the border, talk about law and order. The morality issues that I'm totally down with, they're not bringing Republicans out to the polls anymore. And I'm not saying these people are all rhinos, that they're all soft, that they're all moderates. I'm talking about the most conservative people we have. But they're you know, like, oh, yeah, okay, well, we're arguing over the abortion thing again. And every time it's on the ballot, it loses. Yeah, because Democrats come out and vote for it at like 94% voter turnout. Republicans, it matters to them about 34% of the time. With Republicans, it's lower on the totem pole. Abortions, it's like they're, uh, or Democrats, <laughs> Democrats, abortions, same thing. Uh, Democrats, it's like their third highest issue. You know, that, you know, their welfare check and their free crack pipe and meth needle, I don't know. Uh, so anyways, that's my take on the whole um, abortion thing. It lost because Democrats will turn out over 90% of their constituency to vote in favor of abortions where Republicans might come out at a little over 30% of our constituency or I should say a little bit over 30% of our constituents will come out to vote against abortions um, and the messaging has to be better when we're talking about it. So there you go. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Love somebody today. Be the reason someone feels love.